Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. I swear to you, when I saw it, I thought it was a parody. I did not know that the spokesperson for the Ukrainian military was a U.S.-born transgender, is a man, claims to be a woman, goes by the name of Sarah. I didn't know, I, I thought it was a parody. And I paid it no mind. It's real. He's a journalist, but enlisted in the armed forces of Ukraine after witnessing the invasion. Served as a combat medic before being named the spokesperson of the Territorial Defense Forces of the Ukrainian Armed Forces this summer. But now he's been suspended... Because the statements made, quote, in recent days uh, that were, uh, and I'm quoting here, not approved by the command of the TDF or the command of the AFU. They, the Ukrainian Armed Forces goes by AFU. Um, which could be, if you said too quickly, sound very dirty on radio. Uh, th- this story is nuts. This story is nutty. You know, it it would be um, it would be better for Ukraine if they did not play in the insanity and just focused on the Russians. You have a spokesperson; they're a man or they're a woman. Don't play in this game. You want people to take you seriously? Demand to be taken seriously. Playing into ridiculous uh, political games and 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 radical culture games is is a valueless proposition. There's there's simply there's simply no reason for it, unless of course you believe this is how you ensure you get money. This is how you get more from the federal government. You've got Joe Biden, who's announced another $325 million for Ukraine. And people, I mean, the the, the polling is not with him. The people are not with him. Exactly how much money is there going to be? And then you see stuff like this. What is this? And then Zelensky is at the United Nations and he's lecturing about climate change? He's got to believe, well, this is how I get the money. This is how I keep up the fight. But the the American people are more and more turned off by by Ukraine and and by supporting um, Ukraine against this invasion. 
I think they're wrong. I think as a matter of, of foreign policy, it, this is um, an incredible mistake. And if the United States is not somebody who wants to support those being attacked uh, by enemies, I think that there are ramifications that are deep. Very, very deep. I think Tucker's wrong. I, 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 a whole host of people are wrong on this. But to dismiss the idea that people are saying exactly how much are we spending and how much did we help give to help the people of Hawaii? Oh, that's right. We forgot about the people of Hawaii and Lahaina who were destroyed and the town destroyed in that wildfire. We just forgot about them. They don't even exist anymore to us. Right? That, that, that argument is super strong. I'm uh, of the belief you can do two things at once. You can walk and chew gum at the same time. Well, Tony, where's the money going to come from? Ooh, I have a lot of things I can cut. I think you can help rebuild Lahaina, and I think you can help the people of Ukraine. I think two things can happen at the same time. But when you help Ukraine and money is going to to provide for retirement accounts, no, 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 I, I buy bullets. That's what I do. Ukraine's going to have to have its own retirement future. I buy bullets. That's it. So I hear the people who are like, I'm tired of tired of giving them the loot. I'm tired of spending all this money. What's the point? They have a real concern. And this administration has done a terrible job of explaining why it is valuable. I would argue that there is a value. And I'm happy to defend my position anywhere. Anywhere. Um, having a uh, spokesperson who is a man who's claiming to be a woman, that's... I, I don't know what the value is in that. I mean, I just don't. But hey, I'm uh, I'm not Ukraine. Tony Katz, ninety three, WIBC. Good morning. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Something what do you call it here at the White House when 10,000 people illegally cross the border in a single day? So what do you call it, Peter, when GOP puts forth a... a, a wait, no. No, 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 no. You can't. I'm answering... Okay, we're going to move on. No, 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 no. We're moving on. Great, moving. Please. In the back. No, no, you said you were stopping the flow of the border. No, no. I tried to answer... Peter, I tried to answer the question. You stopped me. Let's go. Cringe on Pierre. Coward. Unprofessional, indecent. She didn't answer the question from Peter Ducey regarding 10,000 people a day coming across the border. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC, good morning. Now, I would argue that I didn't like the way Peter asked the question. What do you call it here at the White House when 10,000 people illegally cross the border in a single day? The question is to the idea, well, you can call it an invasion, right? That's, that's I think, what he was going for. But I think that he could have uh, said, um, without the um, 
without the dynamics. He could have done it more straight. Now, that's maybe nitpicky, and I can appreciate you saying so, but it can be argued that he could have. But this is not an answer. So what do you call it, Peter, when GOP puts forth... That is argumentative and not answering the question. It was... her, Her... desire was to slam the Fox News guy and not actually be the White House press secretary. And then when he's like, no, 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 come on. I'm not, you won't let me answer. I'm moving on. I'm moving on. (laughs) That's cowardly. That's not just elitist. That's not just disgusting. It is what it is. It's cowardly. Remember, there's nothing historic about Corinne Jean-Pierre. She's just bad at her job. And the job seems to be to not, to not have conversations, to not engage conversations, to not let people speak. This story about Russell Brand is problematic. The accusations against Russell Brand, the comic, the actor, the now video host, about sexual impropriety, potential sexual assault, this, that, and the other, uh, ugly stuff. These are all accusations. And these accusations come from years ago. But they're all coming out now. Probably because he is gaining prominence on the political right for talking about vaccines, for talking about free speech, for talking about uh, issues that the right is attracted to. We have seen this many times in many ways. The left gets a pass and the right gets destroyed. The timing is suspect. All of a sudden, all these people all at once, bloop. Russell Brand is X, Y, and Z. I never liked the guy. I never followed the guy. I have never watched, sat down to watch one of his videos. We're both on Rumble. I have never once sat down to watch his videos. Ever. People do. He's got. He's popular. There it is. I um. I, I I can say to you though. That for the United Kingdom to send a letter to Rumble, saying uh, these accusations, you can't have Russell Brand on your platform monetizing and making money. That can't be allowed. You have to stop this. To which Rumble said, "You're not in charge of anything we do." What happened to innocent until proven guilty? I've been asking that question. What happened to innocent until proven guilty? I never thought I'd be talking so much uh, about this story. YouTube went to straight uh, demonetizing. Well, Google AdSense says, due to the war in Ukraine, we will pause monetization of content that exploits, dismisses, or condones the war. Wait, I can't have content that shares my thoughts on Ukraine, even if it goes against Joe Biden? And you just heard me. I favor supporting Ukraine, but someone shouldn't be allowed to say no? You'll demonetize me if I have an issue with the war in Ukraine? That's insane. That is certifiable. But it's not the only thing going on. In more and more and more places, we are seeing 
the push to keep you, me, and we from having a conversation. This is from Culture, Media, and Sports Committee, the House of Commons, United Kingdom, to Dr. Theo Bertram, Director of Government Relations Europe for TikTok. I am writing concerning the serious allegations regarding Russell Brand in the context as a user of TikTok with more than 2.2 million followers on the platform. We are concerned that he may be able to profit from his content on the platform. We would be grateful if you could confirm whether Mr. Brand is able to monetize his TikTok posts. So now the British government, after going after Rumble, now wants to go talk to TikTok and give a warning. You shouldn't allow this man to make money. Hmm, that could be a problem. If you're going to go after Russell Brand and not even believe in innocent until proven guilty, which is, of course, an American point of view and not a British point of view, because the British point of view is less valuable than the American point of view, period. They proved it. Don't get angry with me for noticing. But if you're going to have world governments, these, these nations go after companies and saying, you're not allowing that person to make money on your platform. You're not allowing that person to say that on your platform, are you? How, how is that not a threat against these companies? How is that? Well, you allow that? Well, I guess we can't allow you to operate in our nation. Best of luck without our money. My, oh, my. Not for engaging in war, but for engaging content. Because you see an allegation against somebody. Because you don't think people should be able to openly engage a conversation about what's happening in Ukraine. At least the Ukraine conversation, a war conversation, you could have more of a detailed conversation about what you do and don't allow because it could be giving aid and comfort to the enemy. The question is, who are we referring to here? But the UK now threatening Rumble and TikTok? And there are people in this country, in our country, be like, yeah, of course, can't let Russell Brand do that. They don't believe in innocent until proven guilty. They only believe in guilty because we say so. Dangerous stuff afoot, kids. How bad is it? Don't sugarcoat it. Give it to me straight. Want coffee? I think I need some coffee. Time to fill up on the news. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Dow futures up 65. NASDAQ futures up 103. At noon today, we will most probably see more United Auto Workers going on strike. The question is, which plants will get, if you will, shut down? Where will the walkouts take place? Again, the UAW, instead of focusing on one of the big three, focusing on all of them. Removing people from plants in Missouri, in Detroit, in Toledo. Starting to drip the pain out. I thought it would be Monday or Tuesday of this past week where you would see another closure. Nope, they waited till today. 
I, I think, a, a mistake in their timing because as a, as a matter of strategy, it is quite interesting. No matter what I think of Sean Fain, the president of the United Auto Workers, and for the record, I think he's a scumbag, he's certainly come across as one. But as a matter of strategy, is this working? Well, the American people, based on polling, are certainly on the side of the auto workers trying, getting paid more. And I can understand it. But there's a question of how much needling, prodding, abuse do you think that the big three will take before they say, you know what? Screw it. Nah, we're not doing anything. We'll, we'll lock you guys out. We'll figure it out. You'll come back. Have a nice day. I don't actually want that for anybody. The United Auto Workers started at 40% pay raises, then said 36%. The big three are now at a basically 21% pay increase over the four years of the contract, I think 10% at the start. But the United Auto Workers want a 32-hour work week. They want to be able to have far greater retirement benefits and cost of living adjustments. They're not going to get everything they want, but they're going to get some of the things that they desire. That's going to happen. The question is, at what cost? Because as the strike continues and as more of these plants go on strike, the suppliers to these plants will have no one to sell to. And that's going to cause more layoffs and that's going to cause more financial damage. The White House did not send anybody to help with the strike. That may have been because the union was like, no, we got this, thanks. We don't need your help, Joe. Joe Biden can't help. Can't... Joe Biden can't help. As a matter of fact, Joe Biden might be an impediment to things getting done. At noon, we're supposed to see more uh, of these plants go on strike. We'll see if it does. Then there's this from the Washington Post. What a headline. U.S. braces for calamitous, costly government shutdown in eight days. I I guess we should uh, really be sounding the alarm, shouldn't we? My God! Okay, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. What's the procedure, everyone? What's the procedure? Stay calm! What's going on? Holy crap, I am freaking out. And rightfully so, Peter. It's going to be calamitous. We'll be fine. I'm sorry, I won't get worked up by it. I don't like any part of this. I don't like it when my government doesn't do their job. Right now, McCarthy's taking it on the chin. He's been smacked around. Can't get anything done. All right, recess. Recess. So you're saying it's over. Oh, I should have had that. Should have had that already ready to go. I'm sorry. Let me try it again. So you're saying it's over. Over? Did you say over? Nothing is over until we decide it is. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! I don't think McCarthy thinks it's over. McCarthy can't understand that there are these holdouts regarding the spending. Okay. It's, 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 It's your caucus. It's your group. Figure it out. Democrats are like, look at the Civil War and the Republican Party. They won't do the work of the American people. Please. You don't care about the American people. You care that they give you their wallets. Stop talking. A continuing resolution is a non-starter for Chuck Schumer and Senate Democrats. Who gives a damn what's a non-starter for Chuck Schumer? 
You will allow people to show up on the Senate floor in their pajamas. I don't think you get to tell me about what's a starter or not. If they send you a continuing resolution, that's what you vote on. You don't want to vote on that? You want to vote no on that? All right, you shut down the government. Have a nice day. There are Senate Republicans and Democrats who are trying to come up with their own continuing resolution that maybe they would get passed and then send to the House. But that's going to have many of the spending priorities that uh, the Democrats want. Even though I believe it's uh, the Biden administration has moved to ensure that funding Ukraine happens regardless of what happens with a continuing resolution to keep the government open and funded. Because <laughs> they have their priorities. And they say to me, Tony, why do you drink bourbon? Well, these are some of the reasons. You know, I've often said, and you you heard me say it, the world's crazy, we don't have to be. But dear Lord, this is some madness. You're not wrong to notice. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC, good morning. How sweet. know what was happening on Thursday Night Football, where after the game, where the 49ers beat the Giants, they had this whole, like, quiz show kind of thing going on. I don't know if you saw this, Producer Jonathan. Um, Andrew Luck was there, former quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts. Andrew Luck was part of the quiz show, I guess, at the Bay Area, a Stanford guy. He was there, but he was dressed like Captain Andrew Luck. Like the Twitter account that became famous, writing as if it was dispatches from the front in a great war because of Luck's beard and the hair and just how he would resemble somebody from that era. And he was dressed as Captain Andrew Luck. It, it, it's, it's the craziest thing you ever saw. Now, I do not know who is behind uh, the Captain Andrew Luck uh, account, who has 431,000 followers on X and follows the Indianapolis Colts and documentary, uh, documentary filmmaker Ken Burns. Like, that's the only people they follow. But nothing yet from Captain Andrew Luck on showing up on TV. It's It's crazy. I think it was Joey Molinaro who who had put out on X, I don't even know what I'm looking at here. It doesn't make any sense at all. By the way, there are people who are still like, oh, he's going to make a comeback. No, he's no, no, he's not. He, he's he's never going to make a comeback, and uh, and that's and that's the end of that. Um, Colin Kaepernick has more of a chance to get back in the NFL, in my view, than. Then Andrew Luck. See, it's because Andrew doesn't want it, and Kaepernick desperately wants it. When Aaron Rodgers went down for the Jets, Kaepernick uh, was immediately like, hey, hey, I'm right here. I'm right here. But one of the best memes was it had a, a picture of Aaron Rodgers and it had a picture of, of that that uh, airplane uh, that where the ejection took place, the the pilot ejected, and this thing flew for 60 miles uh, before it crashed, and it was an expensive week for Jets. I'm sorry, that's good. That's good. But the Jet story is fascinating. 
The jet story is fascinating because it turns out the F-35 fighter is designed differently depending on the branch of service. So the the F-35 that's developed for the Air Force and developed uh, for the Navy is different than the one developed for the Marines because the Marine Corps version has the ability for takeoff like a helicopter. There's a British jet that does this, and I can't remember the name of it right now. Forgive me. Not only does it have that difference, but the Marine Corps F-35 also has an auto-eject function. That isn't the case on the Air Force or Navy versions. This auto-eject function is in question because on the Air Force and Navy versions, the pilot has to initiate the ejection, and there have been some issues, and uh, maybe it was a year or so ago, the planes were grounded just to check this thing. It's it's a very touchy piece of equipment, it turns out. The Marine auto-eject version is intended to better protect the pilot in case something goes wrong with the aircraft when it is in this hover mode, right? This this ability to, to land and take off by going straight up as opposed to having some level of, of runway based on where they have to land, drop people off, etc. So is it possible that this pilot... The Harrier. Thank you, Alan, on on X. It's the Harrier. Skyler, I appreciate it. Appreciate you guys. That's the name of the British version. Not British version, but a British jet that does the same thing. Um, so the, when, when we heard about this, this, this crash, right, in, in South Carolina where the plane was flying and the military was asking for the help of people, hey, have you seen our jet? Have you seen a jet? Um, what we had heard is, well, there was an issue with weather. And you're like, that doesn't even make any sense. It doesn't even make any sense. And I stated, I'm not going to be surprised to learn that there was a serious training issue. The pilot had one issue, lost themselves, and decided, I'm out of here. What if that's not the case? Which I would, to an extent, feel better about, but now I have to ask questions. Did the F-35 just simply eject the pilot. Well, that would be something. That would be something if the F-35 on its own engaged in auto-eject. Because soon after this happened, uh, you had all these planes grounded for 48 hours. You had all flights grounded for 48 hours. You're like, what in the world? Well... Maybe this is the reason. It's an excellent, excellent piece on military.com. Really does get into how these things are built, what it is that we have in the arsenal, what's being made, what's being deployed, what's still in under construction, where the issues are, what the differences are. But I didn't know that. I did not know there was a difference in the versions. Um, and certainly did not know there was an, a difference in the in the ejection. Uh, seat in the in the Air Force version, the Navy version, the pilot has to initiate the ejection, which I, I for a layman makes perfect sense. I don't I, like like self driving cars. 
right? And and I, I, no, I want to be in control, please. Turn off, turn off this, turn off that. I don't need the lane assist. No, no, no. I got it. I got it. I don't. I don't want. I don't want the other functionality. I want. I want the control. But there could be a reason for these things. But it, this is a worthy discussion of what happened. So there, there's more than meets the eye here. Uh, this plane, by the way, that's that's uh, delivered to the Marines, where Lockheed Martin has delivered 190 of this F-35B, they cost $100 million a piece. It's an expensive piece of hardware to just crash into a mountain. That much is true. Uh, if you're out and about uh, tonight, go uh, support Tara Hastings over at Wish TV at Gatsby's Pub and Grill and sing some karaoke and make a donation to end Alzheimer's. And uh, uh, for those of you who, who celebrate, I will not be here on Monday, uh, Yom Kippur. I, I, will, uh, I will be thinking about the future, thinking about the past, thinking about what's next and how to do it better. And so I'll be back on Tuesday. But I am here at noon for Tony Katz today. I'll catch you then.